1: live at mytalk1071.com we are everything entertainment and Bradley Trainer You made a huge faux pas at a wedding. What happened? I want
2: to know if anyone can relate to this. So I, you know, consider myself to be, well, here, let me just state it this way. Have you ever showed up an event not uh, adhering to the dress code? 651-641-1071. Have you ever found yourself to be the only person in a room not doing what everybody else is doing?
1: One of these kids is doing his own thing.
2: Yeah, 651-641-1071. If you can relate, Colleen, share a story. If you've got one, but I will tell you this all happened at a beautiful wedding that I went to over the weekend and um, I don't I don't go to tons of weddings anymore. I mean, I'm kind of aged out of weddings, mm-hmm. but I do have some, uh, you know, a group of friends now that are starting to to do their thing. And so I've been to a few. OK, so it's not like I never go. But I ran afoul of a wedding dress code. And that is so unlike me because normally to any like formal event, I just throw on a suit and I'm done and bye. Bye. Mm-hmm. Right. And I'm usually the person, frankly, who looks around when I'm at the theater, when I'm at weddings and I'm like, really, you're going to show up in that. Mm -hmm. And then I was the guy that I'm I'm not kidding you. People were looking at me and talking under their breath. And, you know, when people are talking about you, like I'm paranoid most days, but on a scale of paranoia, this was like uh, this was like not even like there was no paranoia. People were just straight happening. up like, "You are a you're a horrible person." Well, what did
1: you wear? Did you wear like overalls and like a I, cowboy no, hat or I wore something?
2: Suit pants, a dress shirt, a tie, nice shoes, and uh, a wool cardigan sweater.
1: It sounds very Mr. Rogers. Right?
2: Okay, so fine. Yeah, call me old. Okay. (laughs) But I will tell you, I've been to weddings where I've seen people wearing polo shirts. Mm -hmm. I've seen people wearing, you know, khaki pants. I would have thought there was a time when khaki pants was not acceptable. 651-641-1071, if you can relate to this. It wasn't, and I have been, it wasn't even that, like, I was one of a few people. Mm -hmm. I was literally one of no people. Only, I was the only person in that wedding, and there were, I gotta say, at least 200 people. Okay, like, who was not wearing a full floor to ceiling suit.
1: Okay, so everybody else was wearing a suit. Did I just am curious? I want to get some facts out of the way. Yeah, did the invitation say anything like black tie only?
2: Well, no, I don't think so. I guess I could go back and look now. When I commented on this, Mm this will show you, this will peel back the curtain to my relationship a little bit. When I remarked on, oh, my God, I'm literally the only one not wearing a suit coat. He was like, and you didn't realize that before you left the house? To which, what was my thought?
1: Uh, I don't know if I can say it on the radio. What do you mean? Oh, I was thinking like an included, like it was like a... uh, No! No,
2: No, like I was like, well, could you have said something?
1: (laughs) Oh, like you guys left the house together and he knew what you were wearing and he didn't say anything. In fact,
2: he helped me pick it out. Now, I don't want to throw him totally under the bus. I had planned to wear a suit, okay? So I had planned to wear the usual, but then I put it on and I was like, "Uh, I don't really feel like this is going to look good the way that I want it to look, so... You know, I see people doing all sorts of different things. I will never in my life attend a funeral, mm-hmm. a wedding, mm-hmm. a formal event of any mm-hmm. kind, and not be wearing a full suit and tie. Thank you. Holiday party, full suit and tie.
1: I'm telling you, I my rule of thumb is it is better to be overdressed than underdressed. It's better to stick out because you are in a dynamite Yes. Way over the top thing, and
2: it's usually easier too. Let yeah, me, let me just be honest. Um, I think there's someone on the line, so uh, let's see if they agree or disagree, or if they have a similar experience. Because this was totally unusual for me, and I will tell you that it completely derailed me for the night. Now, the good news is I had a friend. I'm not even going there. I'm not going to tell you what happened, but somebody took the attention away from me, which I was grateful for. I was very grateful.
1: Oh, uh, I love weddings to, for that because right? somebody always does something.
2: Yep. And, uh, but, but there were like, I was literally in a crowd and I was trying to hide behind people when we sat down at the table, oh. I took my jacket off because a few people had taken their jackets off. So then I was like, okay, phew, I look normal. We also, it was a, uh, it was a Jewish wedding. So we had, I had to do the thing where you pick the person up on the yeah. chair and do the thing. So I had the excuse of being able to take off my shirt. My friend, another friend took you away- took
1: your shirt off.
2: Yeah, I was shirtless. <laughs> That's it's a Jewish thing. Don't you know this? I'm kidding. No, I took my jacket off. Okay. I had a friend, another one, who took the attention away by ripping the seat out of his pants. Oh, wow. So I got saved on a couple of friends. Should we go to Michelle and find out if uh, she can relate or if she's just going to yell at me? Hey Hi, Michelle.
0: Michelle. <laughs> okay, I have a really funny story for you guys. Good. So my daughter just got married in September. It was one of the beautiful weekends in September. Mm. It wasn't it was right after it was super hot but it was still really warm out, like eighties. So we were it went, and it was outside. So my ex husband comes to his daughter's wedding with a freaking poncho on.
2: What? <laughs> what? Like like a hippie poncho? What? Like a roll poncho, like you know, a little
1: poncho. Oh my gosh, wow. what was he thinking?
2: Did people say I something?
0: It was funny because my daughter was like, and here's my dad in a poncho.
2: Oh my wow.
0: gosh. <laughs> Michelle, did
1: you was- have one moment where you thought, that's not my responsibility anymore?
0: Oh, yeah, exactly. (laughs) I just
2: found it. And Michelle, thank you so much for that story. I'm glad I did not show up in a poncho. I just find it so like I was unnerved and I literally was the most uncomfortable I have been. Now, again, there were a couple things that happened that sort of made it all go away. And I felt good about myself and my choices. But um, at the end of the day. Like, nobody has a god, a gal darn wedding cake anymore, right? Oh, I yeah. I do not understand. Now, the place we went to, they had an ice cream sundae bar, so I am not complaining. But, like, when it comes to tradition, oh
1: My gosh, you are real worked up about I'm getting this. Wendy Who Williams do? up on
2: here. I'm overheating in my dress. <laughs> uh... People are, like, throwing traditions out the window. Like, could you give me a heads up so that when you're going to allow me to break the tradition, I know, so that I'm not like, oh, we don't do the tradition anymore, so I don't have to do it. I know, it's confusing. I need a heads up. I have to
1: ask you a question. What?
2: One more question. Yeah, I'm just being
1: I'm not going to ask you, well, unless you want to share, but, like.
2: I was wearing underwear, Yes.
1: Not what I was going to ask.
2: Oh, sorry. but thank you for
1: that. Okay. Um, you know when you look, did you know where the reception was?
2: It w- yes. The wedding, the reception in the same place.
1: Okay. Um, oftentimes event space. I will look at where the I'll like pay attention to where the reception is, and that will indicate to me just how formally we're getting.
2: Again, I thought. Of course, you're going to wear a tie. Yeah, and, and to be fair, there were people not wearing ties, but they were wearing a suit coat. Oh, but my rule I'm has not always down been with that look. By the way, for the record, well, I, I, I would just judge the man. So if <laughs> he's hot and he's got his shirt unbuttoned, okay, I'm there. Right. But you're saying you wouldn't let your husband do that?
1: No, I mean he's tried before, and I'm like, no. If you're gonna wear, I also yeah, I have like I have lots of like, please don't just wear a shirt and a tie, because.
2: No, you need to wear. You need to wear a jacket. You need to wear something. Yes,
1: I don't know. But like, if
2: you're gonna have donuts at your wedding, why do I have to have a suit jacket?
1: Listen, I'm like, I I, you're making a valid argument. Okay. I'm sad for you that this happened. No,
2: it was it was just it it was a lesson that I needed to learn, which was when in doubt, wear a dumb suit. Yeah. And then quit your bitching. Again, always remember. Because I do not want to be in that position ever again where I'm, like, literally millennials are looking at me and judging me.
1: Yeah, that's not a good place to be. Yeah, always be the best dressed person in the room. Overdress, don't underdress. Okay? Okay. That's my advice well, for you. Thank you. Uh, I really don't have any advice to give to Kevin Spacey, uh, but we are learning more. Yeah, that's good advice. Start there. <laughs> We're learning more about uh, Kevin Spacey, though, and it turns out he does have a pattern. And uh, Bradley has done the work of uncovering his pattern. That didn't go well. Did it go well? No. At all? No. no. Okay. All right. Well, anyway, Kevin Spacey after this on the Colleen and Bradley show live at mytalk 1071com We are Everything Entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer who is uh, basically uh, an undercover agent and has un- uncovered Kevin Spacey's
2: <laughs> I mean, I just
1: yeah. skeezy pattern.
2: I, like I don't want to overplay my hand other than to say uh, Kevin Spacey overplays his hands in other people's crotches. Precisely. That is, uh, that's the tease, that's the giveaway, that's the whole shebang. Frankly, you know, the the Ring of Truth, you know how we've covered a lot of these stories over the years. Um, it's, I maybe started with John Travolta. Mm-hmm. Certainly he's not the first creeper, but we have these stories and each of those stories, whether it's John Travolta, whether it's,
1: Bill Cosby. Uh, Bill Cosby,
2: whether it's Roger Ailes, whether it's Bill O'Reilly, there's a pattern, right? So Harvey
1: Weinstein. Harvey, oh, I'm sorry. I forgot, moves. like, the man of the hour. Yeah, so, exactly. I mean,
2: Actually, the man of the hour right now is, like, all the men. Mm-hmm. But that's another story. But I tend to think when somebody starts telling, when independent, excuse me, I get very emotional. When people get very um, pacific mm-hmm. and they start to independently corroborate, incidents that have happened, mm-hmm. um, I think that's when you begin to go, okay, there's a, clearly there's some credibility here to these rumors. And in the case of Kevin Spacey, time and time again, and now there are more stories that have come out and we can talk about them because I know you've seen the stories too. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the case of um, filmmaker Tony Montana, mm-hmm. uh, and then there's another actor. Um, there are a number of people, in fact, who've come forward and said that not only were they had inappropriate sexual contact uh, or harassment at the hands of Kevin Spacey. Literally, they're saying his hand grabs them in the crotchal region. Yeah. Male or female. Yep. For that matter. Yeah. Um, lest you think this is and this is why, you know, it's pathological because I am an expert Not at all. Right. But when I hear stories about somebody doing the same thing to men and women, I think to myself, okay, this is not about the person. It's not about their sexual proclivities. Mm -hmm. It's not about their jollies. Mm -hmm. It's about a pattern of, uh, behavior, criminal deviant behavior. And in the case of Kevin Spacey, we now have another story of this film director, Tony Montana, who says that Kevin Spacey was in a bar and forcibly grabbed him by the crotch and then began to follow him throughout the bar in a way that left him, he says, according to his own story with PTSD.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, he did say that, that it, that it made him feel that he couldn't even go out socially to bars. It was very unexpected. Um, again, he's the, the subject of this is a straight man and he was there with Kevin Spacey. They were being social and, um, If I remember his words correctly, if I may just be so bold as to say, he said, quote, he grabbed my whole package, Um, meaning he put his hand on his crotch forcefully and grabbed him while they were there in the middle of a bar. Um, And and he said that, you know, it had lasting effects on him.
2: Can I read you this? Like, you know, I hate to make this comparison, but um, it's Halloween creepy stories. Can I just read you a little bit of something so that sure. you can get the full effect of the person we're dealing with here? Yes. If you believe, again, he's entitled to his innocence until proven otherwise, but mm-hmm. at least insofar as this particular story is concerned, I think it it's going to shock you and also seem very familiar. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Quote, this is a guy who they're calling John. Did you read the story about yep. John who yep. mm-hmm. still works in the entertainment industry? He said, uh, that he became familiar with Kevin Spacey at theater school uh, when he was 17 years old. That is, this person who was a victim, an alleged victim, who's wishing to remain anonymous. Uh, he said that uh, they, um, that he was in the city. He was in New York. He'd been invited to New York by Kevin Spacey, and so was spending the night at his house. He said that um, it was his second night in the city, I burst into tears because I couldn't articulate any more of what was happening to me. What happened to him? He said that kevin he awoke in the middle of the night to Kevin Spacey laying on top of him. In-
0: this episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch, find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mm -hmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you.
2: In his underwear. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The guy was 17 years old. Yeah. And he goes on to say it seemed that he was grooming me. For me, I never let on that that's what I was interested in. I never discussed it, nor did I want it. And he points out that neither of them had any alcohol. Not that that's an excuse, but just to make the further point that this happened, it still happened without the aid of alcohol.
1: Well, and and the fact that he said that uh, to me directly points to Kevin Spacey's response to Anthony Rapp's allegations. You'll recall when Anthony Rapp, who was the first person to come forward and say, this is what happened to me. Uh, at the hands of Kevin Spacey. I was at a party. I was 14 years old. Uh, We were working on Broadway together. I was in a bedroom watching television. Kevin Spacey came in, picked me up, and then laid on top of me. Uh, After Anthony Rapp came forward with that, then Kevin Spacey said, in his response, I was drunk. I don't remember. If that happened, I apologize, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera.
2: He was 14. Which, by the way... Sorry, you would remember being inappropriate with the 14. Can
1: I also say this? You know, the fact that he he cannot remember what happened during that night, but that he is able to recall that there was a night 30-odd years ago that he was drunk, t- that tells me a little bit there. Anyway, excuse, but this guy is saying there was no
2: drinking, there was no alcohol. But yet you have the same behavior.
1: Exactly. Well, you know, listen, I hate to say it, but there's more to come on that, Uh, but not right now. Now we will move on. Uh, Chuck E. Cheese, pepper spray, a gun, a body, nature's pocket and a clown all make an appearance in Crazy Stupid Idiots coming up next. My Talk11. Welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk1071. One, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. And now is the time where we highlight the craziest and stupidest of all the idiots.
0: Well then, I guess one could say that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Yeah. Colleen and Bradley present CSI.
2: It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots, dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of
1: Florida. Where are we going first?
2: (sighs) Oh, well, mm, not Florida. Where are we going? Uh, We are, in fact, going to one of my favorite places as a child. Um Chuck E. Cheese, and I need them to shut up right now over at the Chuck E. Cheese. You're being kind of loud here. Okay. So, dozens of adults and children met a nefarious end in Metairie, Louisiana recently after something happened at a Louisiana Chuck E. Cheese. Oh, dear. First of all, um, I would prefer a showbiz pizza. They don't make those anymore. It makes me
1: mad. I don't like Chuck E. Cheese. I
2: feel like, you know, I like you guys, but you're the only game in town, so I have to.
1: Right. Exactly.
2: Truth be told, I haven't been to one in probably 25 years. I wish I
1: could say the same, but, you know, Um, this is my story. Have
2: you ever been there when people get lippy?
1: Uh, No. Because they serve booze there, right? Well, yeah, it's like 3-2 beer, and it takes an act of Congress to get it. I'm just saying. Well, Not that I know anything about that. I mean,
2: clearly you have a problem, but that's okay. (laughs) We'll talk about that in another show. I'm kidding. Uh, Sometimes people get lippy, maybe because they've had a few to drink, Uh, Maybe because their kids uh, are like, you know, running into other people or maybe because um, they're not getting enough tickets at the skee-ball game.
1: Uh, Is that the thing?
2: Well, apparently, Colleen, um, we don't know why or how this happened, but a fight broke out on Sunday night at the Chuck E. Cheese in Metairie, Louisiana. And uh, that, in and of itself, is not a crazy, stupid, idiot story. It happens a lot. It happens
1: more often than you think.
2: Crazy, stupid, idiot worthy is what happened once the fight had happened. Somebody thought it would be a good idea to uh, shoot the restaurant (gasps) with pepper spray. Hmm? Yes, somebody busted open a can of whoop-ass in the form of pepper spray, and uh, pepper sprayed the entire restaurant, forcing dozens, not just like, you know, your kids, dozens of adults and children to flee after this fight broke out. At least 50 people, one witness said, were in the business when the scuffle broke out, and uh, luckily nobody was permanently hurt, but uh, some idiot thought, you know, it'd be a good idea to... um,
1: pepper spray pepper spray the chuck-e-cheese yeah
2: Instead, so, I mean I've heard of you know putting those pepper flakes on your pizza I don't think that's really the same
1: no thing. do do we want to hear the the story as it played out
2: oh god I forgot that this yeah. that we had audio for it's this a daily yeah. double let's do it
1: oh wait hold on oh something's talking something's talking to me here we go
0: are you okay right now yes yeah were you scared yes. yeah okay. Jill's crying.
1: Well, a fight broke out at a Metairie Chuck E. Cheese and several people, including kids you saw there, were actually pepper sprayed in the face. Now, this happened around 5.20 this evening at the Chuck E. Cheese on Veterans Boulevard. Police arrested 24-year-old Katerian uh, Marshall for disturbing the peace. They say when the fight started, she sprayed pepper spray into the crowd of people, spraying five people, two of them children.
2: I've lived here for 50-something years and never seen anything like this happen, especially a place like this.
1: But I'm not going to lie, Chuck E. Cheese really did try to help all the parents out and the kids (laughs) and everybody, you know, with water and, you know, making sure we get cold
2: towels. (laughs) Extra tokens. Now, the mother of the
1: two girls who were pepper sprayed says they had just gotten to the Chuck E. Cheese moments before this all happened. All right,
2: so uh, here's the thing. Don't bring pepper (laughs) spray to the the Chuck E. Cheese. Cheese. Uh,
1: all right, for this one, uh, let's. I want to tell you about Freddie Gilbert. Who's that? He's a 33-year-old man. Now, I'm going to tell you there's some disturbing parts of this story, Ooh, but fun. you cannot argue that this man is a crazy, stupid idiot. Okay. It all began when Freddie Gilbert decided, as he was driving down the interstate, that he would maybe discharge his gun a few times, a.k.a.
2: Uh, is that a euphemism?
1: Shoot his gun. Oh, he had a gun, okay. and he fired shots. Oh. Um, well, the the sheriff's office was able to get on his tail, and they had a brief pursuit. And when they pulled him over, he let them know that there was a body in the trunk of his car. What? Yeah. What? Like a deceased body. It, that's the worst part ew. of the story. I mean, that's horrible, right? Yeah.
2: Yeah, no. Yeah. I think for the person who's dead, yes.
1: Yeah, right. It's just bad. It's bad. But that's all. I mean, it's all horrible. But crazy, stupid, idiot worthy. I don't know. But he's already got yeah, no, now. Just
2: garden variety dead body. It's no bad. It's just deal. bad. I'm just was saying he like dancing with the corpse? I mean, what? No. was No, oh.
1: no. But so he gets pulled over now, and he's already discharged his his gun at somebody at another driver on the interstate. Notifies the sheriff's office that there's a body in his trunk. Also, oh, by the way, um, they were then they could arrest him based on that. While they were doing a full body search of him because they were allowed to do so given the things that they were bringing him in for. Can you guess what happened next? Two bags of drugs fell out of his rear. Oh, God. What? He had two, he had two bags of drugs that he was keeping hidden in Nature's pocket. Oh my god! By the god. way, but at the point at how which does it fall
2: out? Also, I really
1: well, I I know this because I've seen uh, what? I, well, I just have seen like have documentaries seen? about what? prison and what they do You've is seen they, people's butts. Well, no, they ask you to get into a certain position and then cough and then things just arrive. <laughs> yeah, because you know, just forces it out. Okay. But my yeah. point is this. Here is my point, And this is what makes him a crazy, stupid idiot. At the point, like, you've already fired a gun at another driver and you have a dead body in the trunk of your car. I think drugs are the least of your concerns, sweetheart. Why are you hiding them? Why, I mean, you, you have unnecessary drugs in your bum. At that point.
2: I mean, are there necessary drugs you can put in your bum? Well, no, I guess but, like, you know, like a, a suppository. Well,
1: yeah, but what I'm saying is it's not like, I mean, th- drugs were the least of his concern. I mean, if he was trying to hide something, there were other things he should have been hiding. Like, you know?
2: Yeah. The body. I mean, yeah. It's horrible. Although I'm glad he... Yeah.
1: Yeah. Anyway, so he's do we in know jail. Who the he's fine. Is? Yeah, we do actually. Uh, it just makes it way more sad. Who is it? Um, it's a 19 year old woman. Uh, what? Yeah. It's just that. Oh my the god. Oh story. my god.
2: I love how you're like. I'm just going to pretend this isn't well, happening here. I just over wanted here. to
1: skim over like the it's sad. Like oh yeah, it was Jane part.
2: Wayne Gacy. But funny story. Oh, uh, he had <laughs> drugs in his butt. I mean, he was eating people. By the way, did you see that story about the um, guy who? Uh, had like a bunch of people dismembered in his refrigerator. No? Okay, well I saw that. I didn't read it. I just saw the headlines and I thought, oof. Can't believe that happens. I still can't believe that actually happens. It does. Somebody... It does that
1: my gosh okay now that like it's a it's snowing b now i'm sad and depressed and yeah a you can't bit trust hacious. male
2: actors and yeah. uh well frankly you can't go anywhere this is bad all around oh so we're screwed can you just give us another crazy stupid yeah do- why not how about um creepy clowns okay oh, Yay. Yay. can you please open the picture uh attached to the link on this oh, story we really
1: want to do this oh jeez.
2: okay okay so that guy that you're seeing before you, if you describe him for the audience, please. I haven't gotten there yet. Oh, okay. It's still...
1: Oh, okay. 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 This one's not so bad. No. Uh. So it's just a guy looking like a guy with a big old mustache and some smudged old uh, co- uh, Does clown Does he look like...
2: Where? Like maybe he was a clown and then he got caught in a rainstorm yeah, or a shower. totally.
1: Exactly. And most yeah. of
2: his makeup came off. Exactly. But he's still wearing like the... He's actually not wearing a clown outfit so much as a blazer mm-hmm. with a clown... Neck. He has
1: clown accessories yeah. on. He's got mm-hmm. like a
2: clown dicky on. Okay. This was in Vermont. Clown dicky. Mm-hmm. This was actually in Marlboro. I almost lived in Marlboro. You don't say. Because they have a college there. Yeah, you I almost say. went there. Can you imagine? Then I'd be on the radio in Vermont. That'd be weird. Especially if you were just sitting here and where was I? Yeah. I'd be talking about a clown by myself. 43-year-old Sean Barber uh, was, was at home. Uh, At about 3.30 early Sunday morning. Only problem was, Colleen, it wasn't his home. Oh, geez. Yup. So, oh, I got a question for you. Look at his face. Mm -hmm. Now, if that man were doing some kind of drug, what kind of drug do you think he would be doing?
1: Oh, geez. Marijuana.
2: Well, look at his face.
1: Yeah, I'm looking at his face.
2: Well, look at the color of his nose. Yeah. Well, underneath his nose. Yeah,
1: it looks like cocaine.
2: That's right. Ding, ding, ding. (laughs) So this coked out clown in Vermont (laughs) was napping at about 3.30. I guess you'd call that sleep. Sleeping uh, in the upstairs bedroom at 3.30 a.m. on Sunday. Only problem is he was sleeping not in his house. Yikes. He was sleeping in strangers' homes. In oh, a stranger's home, that's terrifying. In fact, a teenager woke up to go to the bathroom and noticed a clown snoozing in his house.
1: That would scare the pants I, off of me.
2: Well, it would scare the it would scare uh, everything out of me. Yeah, I know. Out of my nature's pocket. Yeah, literally. Yeah. Anyway, so they called police. They came, picked him up, found he was a cokehead, and he was uh, not a legitimate clown. And uh, he
1: did not have his clown identification with him.
2: No. Well, he was wearing a Halloween costume clown. Oh, jeez. <laughs> and uh, they say that the white powder near his nose is from an unknown source.
1: He gives clowns a bad name.
2: Yeah. He was impersonating. a oh, clown. Oh,
1: sure. That is that is that's not legal, is it?
2: Well, if, if you were to catch a clown in the dead of night and they knew you were impersonating a clown, I'm just saying you probably should run. That's true. Because they ain't to be messed with.
1: All right. Well, when we come back, now that Zach Tober is done, not that we're upset about it, because we don't care about him anymore, right?
2: No, it's Nov Hemsworth.
1: Yes, we've moved on. We have. We're bringing back the snap judgment. So we will be getting your answers plus the three to three, the three things you need to know before we go on My Talk 1071. One, streaming live at my talk1071.com. We are everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. And uh we've brought back the Daily Snap Judgment. Now that Zach Tober is officially over. Bye. Bye, Zach. Thanks for nothing. Uh what did we ask? We asked the question today on our Facebook page. Fried oysters or clam strips. Why did we ask that question? I can't remember. Because today's
2: national strip your clam day.
1: Oh, really? All right. Ew. Well. Nope. In answer to that we question... We haven't done this in a while. We so haven't. It's been a while. Just
2: so you know, uh, if you've never done this before, it's okay. I'm not drunk. I just sound like it because it's been a long day. But um, we ask a question on Facebook, you answer it, and then we read through like a select number. I think we've generally stuck with a few.
1: Exactly. We've generally stuck with a few. And, and so, then we judge you accordingly yeah, with exactly. noises
2: and things and exactly. judgments.
1: So in answer to the question, fried oysters or clam strips... Terry said, nope, 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 ick all the way around.
2: To which we say... Um, I mean, excuse me, you have to answer the dumb question, lady. Yeah.
1: No, that it's... it.
2: Well, I think... I don't know. Terry, I think Terry it a, can be a non-gender specific name. Yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right.
1: I thought... I just... I, I made assumptions and that wasn't... Was it
2: Terry with an A?
1: No, with a Y.
2: Oh, I guess that could... My dad's name. Well, not my dad. Oh, I can't believe I just said that. It's a long story. I don't have time for it.
1: <laughs> Sarah said... Sarah said clams
2: did she say it with a sad trombone
1: clams
2: clams
1: jen said clam strips with ranch
2: oh why not tartar sauce
1: and riley said yes snap judgment is back yes. clam strips
2: yeah strip that clam um <laughs> no
1: never and let's just one more okay, okay. one more From Deb, we got. No!
2: Well, Deb, for you, I've got.
1: Boobies, boobies,
2: boobies. Nothing but boobies. Bye! Who needs them? Uh, Who needs them? All right, well, that was fun. Yeah, no, it's good to have the snap judgment back. It's exciting.
1: Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S., the person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends.
2: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. It's for exciting. participating. And I, for the record, would like a big plate of clam stramps. Yes. With some... Uh, Ramalot or some oh, tartar sauce. Oh,
1: I just want the clam strips from Long John sliv- slivers. slivers. yeah, oh. yum. All right, well, with the now- chicken
2: that doesn't really taste like anything, it just kind of tastes like fried, like the fried because they have the ch- you know you got the piece of the fish, you got the um, hush puppies, you got oh, the clam yeah. strips, maybe some onion rings, and then you've got like the chicken thing, but it's just like it just doesn't taste like anything.
1: Well so you don't get that. You don't. Yeah, but if you that. get
2: like the like captain's platter, whatever it's called. I had to go there. Hey, let's do the
1: three to three. Yeah, let's do the three to three. These are the three things you need to know before we go at the end of the show. And uh, let's get started with the 30-second pop culture challenge. We do it every day at 1230 on the Kalina Bradley Show. And let's see how our uh, contestant fared today.
2: Finish this iconic movie line. Life is like a box of blank. Chocolate. Who played the classic TV dad, Dr. Heathcliff Huxtable? Bill Crosby. Barbara Eden played a what on I Dream of Jeannie?
0: Jeannie?
2: Yep. Mr. Ed was what type of animal? A horse. What is the longest running U.S. primetime television show of all time? It's still um, on TV. Um, the Price is Right? Nope. Keep guessing. Hurry! Um. Oh, no! Ah, oh, you told it. her to hurry and oh, she didn't so even close, do it. So close! So Oh man! Tick,
1: tick, when tick, tick, with the question, Johnny? what did the what did Barbara Eden play <laughs> I on dream. "I Dream of Jeannie"? Like for some reason, I even knew the answer, but I thought you were asking for like a lute or like oh, a mandolin. <laughs> I didn't play. know, so right, I wonder right. if that was confusing. That's possible. Anyway, number two on the three to three, Bradley.
2: Number two on the three to three. I, I don't remember.
1: I wanted to. I wanted everybody to know. Oh God! That yeah. Treasures won over treats. For no, actually, treasures.
2: No, that's not how this works. So Colleen doesn't hand out candy at Halloween. She wants to hand out plastic crap. She calls it treasures. She actually recorded kids going to her house. Let's listen to a few of them and and then we'll discuss.
1: In just a moment. Play. You know what? How about we just do this? I have I have another Here, idea. I'll do,
2: I'll do this. I'll be the kid. I don't want your crap! <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna
1: egg your house! That's not how it happened. Mm. I would like some candy, lady! Okay, listen. I'm gonna egg your house. You listen. Okay. Would you like a fun treasure? Or would you like candy? You may pick one out of one of these bags. Lila, can I ask what you said? a question? Do you like did you like the treasures more than you like the candy? Why? Because you didn't have a jump rope yet? Thank you. You are so welcome. You may either have a treasure or a piece of candy. You're going to go with the treasure? What did you get? Okay, so to cut the
2: story short, only for the purpose... Oh, Donnie, feel free to weigh in. Sorry, I'm I'm upset. Go for it. What are you upset Uh, about? Small sample size, just saying. Also, she said she was going to hand out king-size candy bars, Donnie. Yeah. Do you know what she h- handed out? Mini Hershey Kiss Bars. Mini. So Hershey Bars. Hershey Bars. You lied. Yeah.
1: No, I didn't lie. I did not but understand the, the financial obligation the I had gotten myself into. The kids still picked the
2: candy over the plastic cramp. No, Moving on not to true. number one. Two kids. We have to... D- okay, so I kind of um, just... I. I We have to talk about something. Can you play the first part of this Lori and Julia promo?
0: Lori and Julia. When you buy your Libby's pumpkin to make your pumpkin pies, guess how much pumpkin's in it? Zero. Because they can use squash.
2: Okay, stop it right there. I know you had a point, Colleen, you wanted to make Mm
0: -hmm.
2: about... Do you want to make your point? I love...
1: Julia, it's pumpkin.
2: But she <laughs> says pumpkin. Do you notice she goes I know, that's pumpkin, so funny. pumpkin, pumpkin? She, she, yeah, she rotates. She, she rotates. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we take She's issue with that. She's
1: wily that Julia is. But the
2: bigger thing to take issue with, I for me, Colleen, was that she perpetuated mm-hmm. a story that we defuncted <sighs> yeah. on our show.
1: Yeah, I'm also kind of mad at you, Donnie. But well,
2: wait a minute. What they didn't include in that promo is... I mentioned Bradley Uh saying, that wasn't in the promo. I said, Uh uh, Bradley says this is not true. Because it's not. Because she just
1: said, then she just said it can be squash.
2: Which pumpkin is a pumpkin and squash, which I also said not in the promo that pumpkin is a variety of well, squash. Well, you know, thank you.
1: Johnny, I just want to thank you for so
2: for squash. Is... No, I just wanted the part news. with Lori throwing the squash out the window because she couldn't peel it, oh. and then she cleaned it up and put it in some sort of a f- prepared food dish and served to people. <laughs>
1: what? <laughs> that is Who's, horrible. Who
2: throws a, a squash out the window? I mean.
1: <laughs> Lori, I guess, somebody who's I guess.
2: Got some she anger management issues. She
1: apparently didn't realize that, you, like, you don't peel, you, you don't, don't pre-peel you a don't squash. don't peel a squash. You know. I do peel
2: my um, butternuts though.
1: After you cook them.
2: No. I, I take what? a veggie peeler to my butternuts and then I slice them up. <laughs>
1: Does that hurt? <laughs> oh, that <laughs> sounds painful. <laughs> I'm crossing my legs right <laughs> it's now. Kind of
2: smooth. Oh, that hurts. <laughs> I got the smoothest butternuts in town, y'all. <laughs> That's what Jamie says.
1: Okay, I have to leave. I <laughs> can't. Room just I got can't. Really be here. uncomfortable any longer. Bye. Kevin Spacey? What? Oh my gosh! Oh, boy, All right. So.